0: So much for coming in uh, this morning, um, uh, Mr. Jonas Guangwa and just watching people deriving so much joy from your music. What does that do to you?
1: It elates my spirit, of course, uh, I'm very happy that people at least know that, you know, they know that song, you know, and that it makes them happy. You don't dance when you're not happy.
0: (laughs) absolutely they don't just know it they love it but you know what we do is we try to get into the heart and the soul of the person we try to get to know who our guests are when we do these friday interviews on the forum at eight Mm -hmm. and one looks at it and um, it tells us you were born in orlando east in 1937 but what were those early years like and who were you born to who were your parents
1: uh, <clears throat> my father was a uh, was the first carpentry teacher actually, instructor in what you call Soweto today but it was Orlando East at the time and uh, he was teaching about five schools my mother was uh, just my mother when she was a housewife you know raised us and uh, my sister my sister my eldest sister started playing the piano at about 12 years you know so she was quite a singer you know she was doing all the light classics on the sabc on saturdays that, that. Yeah, we we didn't have a radio then so we would run to the neighbors to go and listen to her sister singing <laughs> you know she played the piano very, very well, you know, and when she practices, we go and listen to her, and then she'd do our favorites first before practicing, me and my uh, other sister. So I grew up in this family where we would uh, pick up a hymn book, you know, and sing the notes, you know, as a family, you know, so there was always music in the house, you know, and, uh, I think that's where I picked it up.
0: Now, very interesting that of all the instruments that were available you picked up the trombone.
1: Yeah. I actually liked the clarinet. I I, I think I just like the name clarinet <laughs> <laughs> You know. But uh uh The time I asked for the instrument because I got this instrument from Father Huddleston when I was in high school in Saint Peter's Secondary School in Rosetownville. Uh, at that time, Glenn Miller was it was the artist then that was being played and everything, you know. And there were movies about him, you know, orchestra wives and all that, you know. So the trombone was the instrument you know, the popular instrument. So I went to him and said, I'd like to play the trombone, (laughs) you know. And uh, he got me one, you know. And uh, the school continued to have, uh, what you call, other students asking for instruments too until we ended up with a big 12-piece band. And,
0: and and I'm told that that was the first and the only African high school band in all of South Africa at yeah, the time. Yeah,
1: that was the one, that was the only one. It's true. So uh, we had that high school band and practiced and until uh, we got good enough to even perform and all uh, the, the school functions and visiting schools, wanted to get to Saint Peter's and you know. And, of course, the food in St. Petersburg was good. I must <laughs> <say>. <laughs> we had meat with us every day, and on Fridays we had a nice big f- piece of fish. And uh, yeah, and uh, it was a top school in any case. You know, it was uh, known as the Eden of South Africa. Yeah.
0: And of course, uh, that encounter with um, Father Trevor Huddleston. Mm-hmm um it led to other very interesting encounters with people who also became household names in uh, the south african music scene
1: yeah well father harrelston was uh, a political he was a political activist you know he was actually very involved with the removal of so town because his uh his industry was um, industry. His church was as, uh, Christ the King, you know, in town so before he came to St. Peter's. So when the removals came in, he was very active, you know, against, against that. So he was a popular man, you know, and uh, was working hand-in-hand hand with the ANC at the time because that was the only... Uh, a movement that was fighting against apartheid at the time, before PAC was born, so he was an ANC man, actually that's why he got that twilight, you know, award. Yes. yeah, mm, you know
0: and then and of course brings to uh, brings us to those very interesting times of the 1950s um you had sapphire town and all the excitement the buzz the vibe that was around that particular place I want you to talk us through perhaps one or two memories from that sort of time. Uh, But also, as you say, uh, uh, Father Huddleston and his involvement with the African uh, National Congress, your uh, politicization around that sort of time.
1: Yeah, it started then because he was actually instrumental in getting us to play at... The, uh, the adopting of the Freedom Charter in 1955, we were in Cliptown as the Hudson Jazz Band, you know, to entertain the people in between uh, the speeches and everything, you know. So, uh, our politics, I must say for me, that was the launching of my career in politics, you know. And after that, we played a whole lot of uh, fundraising uh, shows for the AMC, you know. And uh, I did more of that when I got to play with the older musicians, uh, the Jazz Dazzlers, where I was playing with the Giants you know, all the big uh, musicians at the time. Because I was like the only trombone player who was playing bebop, let me mm. say. yeah, I went into the whole bebop thing now that's
0: interesting. you talk about bebop because we hear bebop today and we think it's a new thing,
1: oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no, we played bebop then, you know, because we were listening to the Charlie Parker's, the Jesus Gillespie's at the time, you know, and we tried to uh, emulate that, you know. So, bebop which was, you know. But we didn't just play bebop. We also played South African backgrounders, you know, our South African indigenous music at the time. Because the shows we did were, uh, at the time, was concert and dance. Mm. You get into the hall and start doing a concert part with uh, the singers and everything that uh, 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 from 8 until 12. And then the people, the audience moves because we were playing in the in these uh, halls, you know. <laughs> uh, they would move the benches to the side. Then we come in and to uh, the dance part, you know, with the band, And it was big band time at the time, you know. But we in the Hudson Band had a, a few of the guys, like uh, trumpet, trombone, saxophone and rhythm section to do the combo. You know, that's where we did more of the bebop, you see. With the big band, we're doing all the mm-hmm. swing numbers and the bandas and things.
0: And, uh, you know, um, you mentioned Kipi uh, and today we look around, we see places named after him. You know, you go to the Cape Town Jazz Festival and, mm. you know, there's a session in a certain a space dedicated to him. But it's very sad when one learns that he died a penniless man, you know. Yeah. And, and, and how does that happen? Such a great musician.
1: Well apartheid <laughs> did not just affect uh, certain people or just the working class people only you know musicians in the first place the government did not regard musicians as, as, as people who were working they, they just thought that musicians African musicians were just people who were work shy you know Vagrants that they called us, you know. So to to be able to go around with your past, you know, without being accosted by policemen, you know, each time and taken in, you had to be signed maybe to a sh- an ongoing show like uh, African Jazz and Variety or King Kong, you know, the musical, mm-hmm. you know. Something like that. In between, we really had problems. I had some white lady who was working at the OK house because that's where we operated from. Uh, just to sign my pass, you know, every every month, because you had to have your your pass signed to say you are employed, and you had to pay the poll tax. And it's, all of that was in the same book. And uh, the policemen always asked for it in the streets. You know, they, they would even go into the houses, you know. And I remember when I was doing King Kong, because we'd hang out after the show, you know, we said we'd gone prowling, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you look like someone who could go prowling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'd be prowling. And uh, then, then you sleep until late, you know. Yeah, they found me in bed, you know, in my blankets and, and boy, they were so furious, And I said, Pass! you know, I should go for my pants there and get, get, get the bus, you know, <laughs> that even frustrated them even worse because, <laughs> you know, they couldn't get me, you know, it was that bad, you
0: know, mm. yeah. And and it's absolutely remarkable that in spite of all of those challenges, that people still were able uh, to form these companies and make that great music. But like so many others, you also eventually left the country.
1: Yeah, fortunately, I left the country with the musical King Kong. You know, and yeah, Kipi was also... In, in, in the show, uh, we went to London, you know, the west end of London, at Princess Theatre, and we were there for some time. Although I was there for six months, and I went to school in the US. But you see, the thing about South Africa at the time. It was not just the venues, which we still don't have, you know, in this whole country, we don't have a concert hall, I'm sure you're not aware of that, yeah, we have theatres, you know, for drama and everything, but a concert hall, we don't have, we don't have venues, we're playing in soccer fields, you know, and... uh, I, I I can't take you or take my wife and say we're going for an outing and uh, take you to a soccer field and, you know with all the kids making noise and all <laughs> that <you know? laughs> yeah we, we, we don't have that respect you know still for musicians you know they, they can talk about everything else about sports and all that but not about music I'm sure you haven't heard Any politician standing, I'm taking it from right upstairs and talking about culture. I don't know why the department exists because it really doesn't take care of us.